presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hello, Eric France and Andre Salveson here. Welcome on into another edition of the Full Court Press. Uh, yesterday, wow. I feel like we were in grumpy moods. Today is worse. I'm I'm ticked, man. You go out there and play that kind of that, that kind of garbage basketball, and to think that's acceptable to to go and lose to Air Force that that's not a good loss by the way there's <laughs> there's testing as good loss as that is not one of them that's playing a, Iowa is a good loss is a good loss especially when it's not a neutral site game and it's pretty much there at BYU is a good loss at Air Force is not a good loss it's a bad loss that's a quad four loss all the way around coming into the game Air Force was two sixty four I believe in the net. <laughs> Utah State was 53. <laughs> oh, man. 210-plus spots separate these two teams. Oh, my word. 435-339-0321. I, I know they just wrapped up the postgame over on our sister station, KVNU. If you weren't able to uh, tune into that or, or participate in that discussion, the phone lines certainly open now. The text lines are open now. Um, and uh, opportunities for you to uh, to weigh in on uh, what happened today <laughs> at Clune Arena, and uh, sorry, we're gonna make it. What a what a frustrating loss for Utah State, and um, and what happened today is they opened up Mount West Conference play. Eric, what I'm what I'm most frustrated with is is shot selection at times, possessions at times were bad. Uh, just dumb fouls at times. I mean, I guess you can just encircle the whole entire execution plan and just say it was all crap. Um, to shoot one of 18, right, Eric? From 19. Three? One of 19 from three because Ashworth's deep three at the end was not good. There's just so many things that went wrong here, and it's and, – and, I don't really blame Air Force. I don't even give credit to Air Force. I just think Utah State played like crap. And I, I want to make sure I'm not the only one. And so if you'll please text in, and, and even if you got to listen to John Russell, Jalen Moore, and Al, and Al Lewis, please text in 
at 435-339-0321, just so I make sure I'm not being biased. In fact, John Russell now joins us here on the Full Court Press. He's uh, part of the Full Court Press, or I mean, sorry, the always Full Court Press alum, but he's also posed in for Utah State men's basketball. John, I just want to get your thoughts. Like, do we have a right to be upset. Like, I don't really give as much credit to Air Force as I blame USU for this, this loss. Aggie should have won. It's that simple. Open shots. Um, poor play calling. Really, you look at the last play, and, and we just talked about this uh, post game. I thought it was brilliant what Coach did. There was so uh, uh, Air Force makes one of two free throws, five seconds left. We get the rebound, timeout. So there's five seconds left. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to run some play, some sort of motion, so you can get momentum going down the court. You got five seconds. That's forever. Now, Coach is brilliant. Toss the ball to being at half court. Timeout real quick. Now you've got about three and a half seconds. Now you can really write up a good play. What do they end up with? A 35-footer by Ashworth by a team that's made one of 18 at that point from beyond the arc. I, I would have thought there was a better play call. And we're down by two. There was something, yeah. Um, it, it was very frustrating. I agree with you. I don't think that, that the Air Force necessarily beat Utah State. Um, there were a lot of open shots. You look at Brock Miller had a wide-open 15-footer there towards the end of the game that would have tied the game up. Um, things like missed free throws, you know, not being aggressive to the basket. Uh, th- this was just a very frustrating loss and uh, one that, that – I'd like to say I didn't see it coming, but the way we seem to play at Air Force, yeah, I'm not surprised. Okay, I've got some questions I want to ask both of you, but before we do that, a couple of texts that are coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. This is from 6211. Pathetic showing by USU today. One of 19 shooting threes. Sit Brock Miller. There's lots of exclamation points. Coach Odom is not the answer. He can't even draw up a decent out-of-bounds play. Interesting. Um, it was a de- well. We can get to that in a minute. Uh, nine nine five two. When will Horvath learn how to dunk and make free throws? Mm. Never finishes strong at the hoop. Uh, nine three one five. What went wrong Wednesday? USU losing to Air Force was a game a coaching issue or player or what? Not happy. Okay, so th- we have a few more that have come in, but this is the question I wanted to ask you guys. There is the L- Lady Justice. Up there, maybe that's not the right one, but she's got the <laughs> scales, right? She's holding the scales. Her her eyes are blindfolded. On one hand, it's coaching decisions. On the other, it's player performance. Is it balanced, or does the scale tip one way or the other? Look, it, this is not the first game of the year. That that's my first comment. Uh, we had Coach Odom in his post game interview say, "Hey, I didn't have the team ready." Guys, you've been in college for at least a couple of years. You are you are winning basketball games. You don't know you know what the the game plan is. This is not like all of a sudden this is our first game together. Hi, my name is John. I'm going to be your point guard. Eric, good to meet you. You're my power <laughs> forward. These guys know what they're doing, and they're athletically better than Air Force. Air Force has some players, and I give them credit for doing what they did. They mucked that game up. I said that carefully. They mucked the game up. 432nd turnovers. They 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 ran the time clock down. I, I'm just incredibly frustrated. Why wasn't Bearstow on the court? He was the one guy that showed yes. some offense. Yes. 
I Why totally was agree. Why was he on the court at the end of the game? Um, Why was he pulled after he started to get, He was cooking. He was starting to make plays and get buckets. And so, then he gets pulled and he doesn't see the court again. That's why I'm like, why? I think that there has to be an element of coaching that has to be considered as part of the reason why this team lost today. And I'll give you that one. But but the fact is, is this is an Aggie team that came out. This is not a team that, you know, the Aggies that, that coming into this game were 3-10 and 10 or, you know, 500. This is a team that, I mean, we beat Richmond. We beat Oklahoma. There, there have been some quality wins under their belts, and yet they came out and really played like they wanted to hurry up and get on their plane and get back to Logan so that they could have fry sauce. I, I don't know. Uh, I think was it 6211 that texted about Brock? Yes. I mean, Coach Odom can't go in there and start shooting free throws for Horvath and start shooting threes for Brock. If, if, if he was, then we'd blame Coach Odom like, yeah. flat out, plain and simple. Shooter's got to make shots. I mean, Brock Miller's getting paid a full-ride scholarship to go make a three. And he's on the court because he's a three-point shooter. And he was all of what? Oh for eight. Oh for eight. I don't and get it. Seven no. of those were three-pointers. And, and, and so it's Brock. He's got to make a shot. Horvath, you're at the line, man. Make a free throw. Like, what's up with him going one for two almost every trip? Yeah. Now, the block dunk was really impressive by the uh, Air Force uh, defender. you got to give him credit. It's a clean block. Uh, he got there in time. Uh, I need to see Horvath be a little bit more physical with basketball because I'll tell you right now, Boise State, Fresno State, UNLV, San Diego State, and guess what? Colorado State is going to beat the crap out of him physically. Mm-hmm. They are going to beat him up. They're going to see that film and say, let's see if the refs want to call it. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's another concern I have. But on the other side, you're right. Like, Coach Odom, if you watch your shooting guard go 0 for 8 or whoever, I mean, Brock Miller go 0 for 8, don't you turn around and say, oh, you know, Bearstow's been playing pretty well. Maybe I should put Bearstow in for Miller right now. Points were a premium today, so why not go with guys yeah. who were able to make shots you or know, at least honestly, manufacture shots? Even points. Max Shulga is a better option for me right now than Brock Miller. Max Shulga can take you off the dribble. Max Shulga can get you to the rim. Max Shulga's a playmaker with the ball. Although he didn't put up a shot today. No, he did not, which was actually really interesting to yeah. me because I because he usually has confidence in, in 11 minutes. It's I, not like he was in for a minute and they they yanked him. I was I was bothered by that. Uh 5634 is, is spot on. This is not an acceptable loss. I hope that team's not on the like bus, you know, giggling and laughing and, you know, cracking jokes at times. I hope they're pissed. I hope this stings for yeah, a long time. Because guess what? Boise State, who's red hot right now, is coming into your house January 4th, 8 o'clock on national television. And if you don't show up, if you play like this, you aren't going to have a chance to with a 35-footer. You're going to get ran out of your own gym by 20 points mm-hmm. and embarrassed. So it's up to you. There, there were good things to look at with this game. They did a good job defensively. Uh, you know, they handled... The Princeton offense, well, the, the, there were a couple of back doors, but there will always be a couple of back doors. Um, they held them to about 35, 36% shooting from the field. They did a good job. They didn't let anybody really kind of take the game over. But, but again, it goes back to, Eric, it's a great question. You know, is, is it the coach or is it the players? And, you know, the, the thing is, is were there some mistakes coaching-wise made? I think they were. I, again, I don't know why. Uh, Bear still wasn't on the court at the end of the game. I think we all we all agree with that. Uh, I I think there were some some shot making decisions that maybe not were were not the best. That play at the end of the game, I really expected something better than what was drawn up. 
But the fact is, is that you look at who that lineup is you, that was on the court at this, that time. Um, Justin Bean couldn't get a shot off. Uh, you know, that, that was not his realm. But you've got Brock Miller, who is an upperclassman. Horvath, who's an upperclassman. Ashworth, who's been in the program now for a couple of years. You've got guys that should know what to do at this point, and they didn't get it done. Yeah. Uh, eight one two eight on our Guild Mortgage text line. Why was Justin Bean not getting the shots in the final minutes? He shot eight of thirteen. Was the only USU player to shoot over fifty percent? You know something I like about you, John, is that you're always hey go to a post kind of a guy. Like, let the big men go to work yeah. when they're when they're cooking. And Justin Bean at one point, I mean, was actually really their lone score. Him and Bearstow. So why not like get Justin like on a curl to the free throw line for a jumper? Get Justin at the block. I mean, how can you? I mean, if you're coach upon the coaching out here, how do you get Justin more looks to get him more opportunities? Or was that Air Force playing good defense? It was Air Force. Air Force did a good job. They forced him up uh, up to the free throw line, and Justin was really playing uh, more of a, a – he was setting picks and trying to, to fulfill that role. Were they looking for a pick and roll? I don't know because I think Air Force did a good job doing that. But there's one Justin Bean, and that's been my worry all year, is that – if, if I am any coach in the Mountain West at this point, my game plan is stop Justin Bean and let them beat me some, uh, some other yeah, way. Yeah, some other yeah. way. Yep. Yeah. I like it. It's true. Uh, a couple more texts coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 1534. If it wasn't on TV, did it really happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that good, was the case. That's a good question. If that was the did. case, yeah, no kidding. 7994. Brock Miller is a three-point shooter, unlike others who have been three-point makers. Ooh. Oh, six five four three. Uh, listen to post game show. Not sure what the coach means when he says the players need to play with more fun and less pressure. Pressure is what this league is all about. It won't be fun if this continues for very long. Very disappointing loss. Yeah, and that's a great point, uh, John. You know, I give us some context there, John. What 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 was the coach saying there? Well, you know, I I think at this point, you know, they're playing not to make mistakes. And, and you hear that, you know, the, the good basketball players don't think about They don't say, okay, uh, I, I've got Ajay on him, so I, I'm bigger than he is, so I'm going to take him to the post. They don't think that way. It's just it's it's what you do, you know, and you, you go, okay, i got a big guy on me, so I'm going to try and juke on him. They're, they're, I think they're thinking too much, and, again, maybe there's your coaching issue. Maybe they're – you know, thinking too much about it instead of going out and, and playing. But again, when you're 0 for 8, you know, from from the field, Ashworth was 0 for 6, I think. 0 for 5. 0 for 5. No, um, no you're I, right. 0 for 6 overall. 0 for 5 from, from 3. Yeah. Rylan Jones only took three shots. You know, we've been real excited to have Rylan here. I, I still am. But he's got a. Here's. When you're shooting guard, air quotes for those that are you know on, in radio world, your shooting guard is not producing. Idle Rock was what I think two for five, uh, three for eight overall. I, I, two for five would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and and that's a consistent thing. That's not an off night tonight. That you know we're not getting that. Somebody has to come in and and put a spark in there. You get it from Bearstow. Um, Hamoda, who we did not see at all tonight, I would have liked to have seen him for a couple of minutes. Um, you know, Al in our post game show made a good point. You know, defensively, that Princeton offense is a rough 
defense to, to have to figure out or offense to figure out defensively. But you know what? Give the guy a chance. Let him come in a couple of minutes. The only way you're going to learn is do it. And if he gets beat badly the first two dimes down the court, oh, now you yank him. But who knows? There's, this is a team that just, you know, there, there may be Aggie fans out there that are going, come on, back off. You know, it was an ugly game. They lost Air Force. This seems to happen at least once every couple of years. But, no, it's something we've seen, and we're too reliant on Justin Bean, and, and we're not playing with a flow. Uh, no assists from Rylan. Yeah, which is odd. Yeah, but you got to make baskets. That's well. That's true. <laughs> not that he wasn't not passing the ball. He was passing the ball. And wasn't there some bad turnovers too? You had the. I mean, towards the end of the game, you had the possession where Ryland bounce yeah. passes. I mean, he's zigging and then being zagging, and the bounce pass goes away, and Ryland has to take his fifth foul and foul out. You had you had a couple of really weird Ashworth turnovers that were just not Ashworth like. It's just kind of an odd basketball game, wasn't it? Like, I mean, Ashford goes O of whatever. Miller goes O of 8. That, that's not as unfamiliar as we think it is. Um, but Ryland doesn't, you know, is, isn't a, an aggressive playmaker like we know him as. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot of weird things. The question I have for you, though, John, Ziamoda. I mean, wouldn't he be a good fit into this game where, you, like, you need a playmaker. You need somebody who's going to be able to get to the rim and score. Yeah. I think Z would have been great. Well, we, we've heard this from Coach Smith. You, you know, the last couple of years we've heard it from Coach Odom now. you got to play defense to get on yeah. the court. Yeah. And maybe he's just not there. I, I, you know, I'm not seeing practices, so I can't say that. But there's obviously a reason he's not because when we've seen him on the court, he has great enthusiasm, great excitement to it. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I just go back to the thing that was frustrating for me about this game is that Sometimes you have a turnover, and you can sit there and go, uh, that, "That's a bad turn." You know that turnover; it's too bad. But it wasn't a bad turnover because it was the result of an effort. Um, you can see a foul and go, ah, "Tough foul," but you know, giving it a shot. This game today, there were no hustle turnovers. There were no hustle fouls. It was just; it seemed like you know they weren't ready to go. It was one of those games where they they had looks. Yeah, the just shots were not falling. Yeah, didn't Bean take like a like a I don't know a free throw jumper and like in and out? I mean, Bean's like automatic from the free throw line on jumpers, right? So that that's why I'm hard. I'm having a hard time deciding which way the, the scales really tip because there were coaching decisions that I question, but there were a lot of players that just didn't make shots. I mean, mm-hmm. normally they would. I mean, it, Ashworth and Bean go over. I mean that that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, you've look, you guys. You know, you come on the air and you're ready to go. You prep for the show. You're ready to go because you know that's what you're going to do. Come 4:07 every afternoon because people are out there listening. They want to they want to listen to you, Eric, and then they want to make fun of of AJ over that's here. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> usually, <laughs> they got their jokes ready for me. So, uh. so but they're ready to go. Why were they not ready to go today? That's I, I want to know that. That's what I want to know. And, and I, no, and I, that's a good point. And I've seen several people, uh, other beat writers um, who follow other Mountain West schools, say uh, I saw their reactions today. Like, oh wow, what a you know, this is a bad loss for USU. But then they all commented on. I remember my first time in Clune Arena covering the team 
And when there was a new coach for this team that I cover, when they went to Clune Arena, it was it was tough for them, and they had a really hard time. It's Coach Ryan Odoms and his staff first trip to Clune Arena facing Air Force. We saw Craig Smith struggle with it in his first trip yeah, to Air Force. Yep. I don't know, it, 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 but you can look at the film and prep one way, but until you see it, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different. But Utah State had looks. Yeah, They had opportunities to make shots. They just didn't go in. Well, and I like 9952's text, Eric. He's, he sends in a couple here. Today was mainly a player, mainly player performance in, in regards to the blame. Uh, and teams will play hack Horvath until he makes free throws. And then he asks, is E-Rock ever going to show up on a score sheet? Uh, RJ ate a rock today. Three eight, of eight, right? Eight points, an assist, two boards. So, I mean. Better than a lot of those guys. Not, not that shabby. No, but were those plays that made a difference? Because how many times do you see somebody, you know, that, that'll come out and you'll say, oh, they, they didn't do anything today. And then you look and you go, oh, wow, they had eight points and a couple of boards. But they weren't plays that, that made differences. They weren't buckets that were made that turned the momentum around, that, that swung the pendulum going the other way. They didn't get a just a nasty rebound where he got up there and he ripped it away from the other guy. That's the thing with Idle Rock is that we, when he plays, you look at the stats and you're like, hmm, where did he get those eight points? I, I don't remember. <laughs> kind of forgettable. Scoring. And those, those are the difference makers because sometimes you can look at – you know, you look at Justin Bean, and it's like, yeah, he was on the floor, and he, he, you know, he he dove and got that. You remember specific things. You will look at things like that pass that you know Ryland made, or the shot that you know Ashworth came down and pulled up and hit the three pointer. We're not seeing those, and and those are the things that get people going. Yeah, you know, I can just think about you know when when Bear still came back. I mean, there were a couple of plays he just threw down, uh, you know. That that after that game, I th- it was I think it was it against Weber. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you sit back and you go, man, I oh that was that was nasty. I couldn't believe that. We're we're not seeing that from certain guys. Brock Miller is not making sh- not only is he not making shots, but when he does get eight ten points, you're like, oh yeah, I guess he did make a couple of shots. And I don't want to hammer on these guys, but I think it's time for Coach to make some some lineup changes. I would agree. Yeah, I would I agree, agree with that. too. Hey, John, we, Eric and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, Aggies down will play till January 4th because there's no San Jose State game on the 1st. Right. So now you have this long layoff, what, five days, give or take, until you play Boise State. Do you wish you had another game in between just to keep kids' momentum? Or are you like, you know, we need, we need a flat-out reset right now after this? Well, look what happened after. I guess it depends on what he does because the coaching staff does. Because we had a long layoff between Portland State Portland and this, State one. And, this yeah. one. and look what happened. You've got a holiday. I mean, are, are people going to, you know, is he going to say, look, come home and just take it easy, enjoy your New Year's Eve? Or is he going to say, you know what, New Year's Eve, we're having practice at 9 o'clock and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to work hard because this was a bad, bad game. I would want to be back on the court. Yeah. As a player, I would want this thing wiped, this taste wiped out of my mouth. Actually, you're kind of right. I do want that sting. I do want that that awful taste in your mouth from an ugly loss because that's the only thing that's, that's going to get you going. Yeah. Uh, numerous texts coming in. We'll get to those. We do need to take a timeout. We'd still love to hear from you reacting to Utah State's loss at Air Force today. 
uh, 49 to 47. Uh, the Utah State and Air Force football score was very similar. <laughs> Utah State was 49 and Air Force was 45, if I'm not mistaken. So very close uh, to the same score. Um, yeah, really weird how this game played out. Love to get your reactions still on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. We're talking with Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Jay, when did Daryl's open? 1970. That's over 50 years of experience serving local people. Can you compete with the box stores? Absolutely. Our electronic price tags are automatically updated throughout the day, which ensure our prices are the lowest available. Also, we have something they don't. Scratch and dent appliances. Why else should we buy from Daryl's? Service comes first here. We have our service department that backs your appliance purchase. Daryl's Appliance, a one-stop appliance shop. Daryl's, Westone Airport Road, open till 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 on Saturdays. Do you need a gift idea for someone special or yourself? How does $100 of free Botox sound? Cash Valley Endrican and Family Medicine is certified in cosmetic Botox procedures. They're offering $100 of free Botox when you purchase a $500 gift card for cosmetic Botox. Cash Valley Endrican and Family Medicine provides comfortable in-office services. They'll also come to your home for up to five people. Purchase your gift card at 2150 North Main, Suite 10 in North Logan. Call to schedule your Botox appointment today. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. This Keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. They're overrated. That's it because they play for the Giants. You know, you look at the Colts. Colts don't have big names. They got an unbelievable offensive line. That's where you start. Offensive line. In today's NFL, offensive line. If you say you can have a great receiver or you can have a great left tackle, give me the left tackle. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You've heard a lot of chatter lately about job openings. Job seekers like you have a lot to choose from. Who has the best pay, benefits, and work environment? Here's your answer. Homestead Cabinet. If you want to work for a company with outstanding pay, monthly profit share, great benefits, four-day weekends, an awesome work environment, and you get a whole week off every two months, Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.com. We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoline and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Still trying to make sense of that loss today from Utah State. 49-47 to at Air Force and just a putrid shooting performance, especially from beyond the arc. One of 19 for USU today. 
Uh, Brock Miller was 0 for 8 overall. Stephen Ashworth was 0 for 6 overall. Uh, you, you mentioned that out-of-bounds play. Um, and uh, I, I don't disagree with the, the play call. But I disagree with wh- why Ashworth felt like he had to launch it from where he did, how <laughs> yeah. quickly he did. It was three on the he clock. had three and a half seconds on the clock. And we're down by two, by the way. Like, I mean, give me a better look than that. I don't know if it's the, the thought was get a shot off quick because we can give ourselves a chance for a second chance opportunity. But I, I, I don't know if like the inbounds, if Adorock was too far up. And so he, had, he didn't have room, and so he had to launch it from that far out. I don't know. Well, I, I appreciate your comment, but that's like asking your sister out to the prom because you, you know you're going to be good with her. Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> Keep going. But you're hoping that somebody better will come along. When you take that shot, Eric, you will you, plan will on you making cut that, that off. <laughs> Can we use that as a bite? Cut that up. You, you that. take that shot with the idea that you're going to make it. You know that that's it. You're taking that shot because you're going to make it. You're not taking it with the idea of oh well, I'm going to miss. And I know that you're not saying you're going to no, miss, but in case but, you miss, but you you can't do that. You've got to find the right run a look. play to get a bucket. Yeah. Either you're going to get a bucket or get fouled trying to make the bucket. Yeah. And point. where he was shooting from, they weren't going to foul him. No. As, as a matter of fact, no. he was open. He was open from 35 feet, <laughs> but he was open. Yeah, but I think when they took the shot, Air Force was like, what the fetch? Like, okay. I mean, if you make it, you make it. Go for it, Ofer. By all means, shoot that. <laughs> and you know what? The other, like, when you watch that replay, the, the one of the defenders sags off of Brock. He's like, oh, it's Brock. I'll let him shoot. And, and then I kind of – I feel like he figured – he wasn't getting the ball anyway in that situation. So, yeah, just yeah, rough, rough, rough game, Eric. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in uh, on our Guild Mortgage text line, this is from nine three one five. Didn't seem like they were moving around much on offense like they normally do. Mm. I thought shots were rushed when they had them. Yeah, a lot of the time I feel like there was and there was a little bit too much ISO ball. Right, I mean, there's not like a ball's not popping. Right, we're not moving it from you know corner to corner. We're not skip passing. We're not looking for the open guy. It's I, I've got one on one matchup here. He's got space on me, so I can be able to try and take him to the hoop. Only 11 assists on the day. It's just that that's not Aggie basketball. Yeah, but we. Only but then again, they're only 17, 17 made yeah. field goals. Yeah. Well. So you know, not not bad numbers. Uh, you know, maybe you know we've talked about Utah State on paper is the better basketball team. And maybe they read into that a little too much and thought, hey, you know, I'm I'm a better power forward than this guy. I'm a We're better favored shooter. by 11. We yeah. should roll in there yeah. and take care of these guys. But, I, again, and I, I, I can't get this out of my mind. I'm hoping somebody can help me. <laughs> I don't understand why year after year we go to Clune Arena and struggle in a tight game or lose – and then we're surprised the next year when the same thing happens. <laughs> what, what is it going to take for people to understand? And you can say, well, it's a new coach. Look, uh, Coach Odom went through Navy. He played, you know, teams that play a similar slowdown. We don't have the athleticism to play with you, so we got to beat you in other ways. He's played Army. He's played Navy. He gets that. Good point. I just I don't understand, you know, why, why it's that case. I mean – you you know what it who was it that said we know who we are Dennis Green Dennis Green we, they are who we thought they were exactly <laughs> come on 
8577 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Rylan Jones has been a huge disappointment so far, and I don't see him getting better. Hmm. He's so small and gets all of his shots blocked. He's not an athlete. Can I politely disagree? Yeah, five seven seven. He's a great playmaker, and I think he puts his team or his his teammates in great positions to get good looks. To call him a huge disappointment is really unfair. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if all due respect, eight five seven seven, I would very much disagree with that. He had a bad game today. He's gonna be the first to admit that. I guarantee he's probably the first one to go in that locker room and fist punch a locker because he's upset with himself and he's not blaming anybody else but himself. But is he the right guy for this team? And let me expand on that a little bit. Please do. Um, you go back to certain teams, Chicago Bulls, okay, and different level. But you had Michael Jordan. He was the man. There were there was just AJ. Just control yourself. <laughs> he was the man. He was. You knew he was the guy. Scottie Pippen, great supporting player, but despite Scottie's own little mindset, you know he, you know. He thought he was the greatest, but his role was really to support Jordan. For years, they had three-headed monsters in the post. Nobody great. Bill Wennington. Um, who was the guy from New Mexico? Luke, Luke Longley. Longley. There was another one. But you didn't have these big. And then you had a three-pointer, John Pax and then Steve Kerr, who would just sit out there, and if you collapsed on Jordan or Pippen, they'd kick it to him, and they'd kill you with three-pointers. Everybody had their role. <laughs> What are you laughing? This is brilliant, dude. <laughs> I don't know where we're going here. <laughs> With this Aggie team, though, you've got a point guard, but we don't have other prominent scores. We need Ryland to be more productive. Oh, I would agree. In yes. what he's doing, see, yes. it was it, it was a long man. it was a long journey, Circle but it all came life, right. Man, <laughs> so holy cow! I had to stop and get a hot chocolate. I got a burrito at Maverick. You know, <laughs> okay, it was all good. So here's the so, th- but but here. So let me finish. The problem is, is that Ryland. I agree with you. I think Ryland is a great floor general, but we're not getting enough out of him offensively. Well, Offensively, yes. I mean, he sets his team up. Uh, he's a great floor general in, in getting guys shots where they need them. But as far as an offensive option himself, he's probably not not like Raleigh was. I mean, Raleigh yeah. was more of an offensive-minded scorer but we than Ryland. Raleigh would, I mean, Raleigh had plenty of games where he was dead cold, where True. he couldn't get going. And and Boise was one of those games. No, actually not Boise, sorry. Uh Air Force was one of those games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he he had a few bad games himself as well. But Ryland put up three shots tonight. And that's not Ryland Jones basketball. Right. No, he I, should be putting up more shots. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, back to the Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 2197. This team is soft, and no one besides Bean can create for themselves. This team is soft. I will, mm-hmm. And again, I'll say it again. And agree or disagree here, please, John. But Colorado State, San Diego State, Nevada is going to be one of those teams. And Boise State are going to physically, they're going to watch film, and they're going to say, all right, beat up Horvath, be physical with Jones, and be physical with Bean. Bean can handle it. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can. Everyone else is going to flop, hit the ground, look at the ref for a call, and it's going to play with their heads. And and every team, every great team in the Mount West Conference, Two or three of those from Mount or NCAA tournament teams are going to look at film and say, "Beat them up," and they can't handle it. Yeah, this Horvath's not strong in the post. Wish he was stronger in the post. That's not his game. And too much whining. Uh, yeah, there's a lot too much. I, that's yeah, it's a big pet peeve. But look, I 
If you've got a guy on the bench who's scoring, why aren't you giving him more minutes? Yeah. When you've got another guy yeah. who's on the floor who isn't at all, and why do you keep going with him? Yeah. And it's just been the biggest mystery to me that spans beyond this head coach, but to the previous one too. But I, there must be little things going on it, on the floor that I just don't see that coaches do, and that's why Brock Miller continues to see time on the court when he's ice cold. Yep. Otherwise, I don't understand why he's getting minutes. When you got a guy like Barstow who's starting to, to cook, he was making plays. He was creating mm-hmm. his own shot. He was driving to the basket. And then, inexplicably, he disappears. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, a couple more texts coming through. This is from 8128. Every other team that has played Air Force this year has scored more points than USU. Even Idaho State last place in the Big Sky Conference, Oof. scored more against Air Force than we did today. Wow. That's smart. Yeah, that one's going to sting. Uh, 6211, our bigs need to be much better around the rim. They're horrible finishers at the rim. Bean takes it up strong, but Horvath and Adelrock are weak. Horvath never gets that shot blocked from behind. If he takes it up strong and dunks it, our guards make one basket from the field. That's pathetic. Yeah, there's a lot of things that he's spot on with. I mean... Bean can go to the rim and go strong. Horvath is bigger than Bean. Horvath needs to show some, like, show some man. Like, be a man. It, it's Division I basketball. Play like it. Quit being soft with the ball. Like, this, I mean, he is Trevin Dorius of last year, and that is not a compliment. <laughs> that's about as big of a diss as I can give you. And when Trevin Dorius is more physical than you on the court, that's bad, dude. Like, if you're going to start for Utah State basketball, like, put your elbows, I mean, get dirty with, I mean, go on the floor, dive for a ball, show me something. Show me something that you belong on this basketball team. Because I guarantee you right now, like, Spencer Nilton, Gary Wilkinson, Ty Wesley, Nate Harris would just be absolutely embarrassed right now to be watching him play basketball. Well, I mean, Horvath, his, his game's a finesse game. It's an outside shooting game. But that's not how it works but in it, Mount West it, Conference. It, it, he's got to have... He's got to be more physical when he's in the post. With that size and his ability, he's got to be able to finish at the rim. Well, it's more important. Ajay, you're saying he has to, but it's the role he has to play this year. Yeah. that That's the thing is that all things being equal, he would much rather be sitting outside of the arc launching sure. threes up. But the problem is, is we're not getting a lot of minutes out of Dorius. We're not getting minutes out of Zapala. Bean can't do everything himself. He has to play underneath. And as much as he doesn't want to, he has to. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 9952 on the Guild Mortgage text line. I don't see anyone other than Jones drawing charging fouls. He's on the floor for defense and 10 to 14 points. Yeah, again. I, but are we getting the 10 to 14? I mean, today you didn't. But, I mean, there's a lot of games where Jones goes out there and, I mean, you see the assist numbers and you look at Jones' numbers and a lot of it's created by Ryland, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of those tools are created by Ryland. Um, and again, he had he had a bad game today. Again, I'm everyone can say it, we can say it, and I know he'll admit it. He'd be the first one to admit it. He's just as upset as all of us are right now about his performance and the team's performance. And I think you're going to see a different Ryland Jones come up on January 4th at eight o'clock at night against Boise. So you you guys, you know, I think we're all clearly upset with the game tonight. But if this is the same game is played against Oklahoma or Richmond, are you that upset? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm, Absolutely. See, I, I think the the problem is is that 
and we were talking about this during one of our breaks, is that we're really at a point now, they're, they're ultimate things that we want. We want to win the Mountain West Championship. We want to get the bid to the NCAA tournament. This is one of those games that when it comes down to it and we're on the bubble, and I can see the, the, the people, you know, the, the, the people setting the brackets going, they lost to Davis, but it was the first game of the year, new coach, new players, blah, 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 blah. This is just an ugly game on your resume against a team that you should have come out and beat by 10, 15, 20 points. And it didn't happen. And whether it's the players or the coach, it, it's hard to swallow. It is. Because, like, the, the loss against Iowa, they got blown out. It was disappointing performance by a lot of different players. But, they, okay, there's some injuries here. It's Iowa. It's basically a home court game for them. But they're playing Iowa. That's a good known team that will be good on their resume. That'll be considered a good loss. This is not a good loss. No, nothing close to being a good loss. Nope. And, and they needed to be ready for the game. Right. They, they had were. a lot of time to yeah. prep and be ready. Uh, 9952 had another text that I skipped over. Uh, run the bleep out of the players tomorrow, then four-hour <laughs> shooting practice on Friday. <laughs> Well, look, you're supposed to have a game on Saturday, so I think you, you keep the guys there and you say, hey, we're going to practice Friday, we're going to practice Saturday, okay, we're going to get some kind of shooting in because you're supposed to have a game and now you don't. We need to have, like, you need to keep your legs fresh, we got to keep you going because okay, you got a game on the 4th against a really good Boise State team, as John mentioned, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they're looking pretty good too. Well, I think seven in a row, I think they won their opening uh, Mountain West game against Fresno. They did by 10. And um, they're, they're going to come in here ready to go uh, another quick timeout here in the full court press love to continue to get the feedback about today's game 435-339-0321 here on the full court press hi this is ashley with lss insurance open enrollment for individual health insurance is november 1st through january 15th coverage through the marketplace is still available with more tax credits making it even more affordable we'll help you navigate the marketplace understand your plan options and complete enrollment and save big Trying it on your own can be frustrating. Let us help. Call 752-9493. There's no cost to work with us. Having a local agent makes all the difference. Call 752-9493. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done. And either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, I, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. T-shirts are more popular than ever. The one that has the perfect statement or a one-of-a-kind design. They really do make you look. Great Basin Graphics has the best screen printers and equipment creating custom, retail-quality shirts at great prices. Employees look great and clients will always wear high-quality T-shirts advertising your product or service. Great Basin Graphics design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400 North. Get your fireworks at Main Street Service in Garland, home of the Snow Shack. They are your local fireworks source for New Year's celebrations. They've got a huge selection of ground and aerial fireworks and can fit any budget from $5 to $1,000. Plus, the staff at Main Street Service knows their stuff. They'll help you put on the best show. Fireworks are on sale now through the 31st, so don't miss out. 
Stop in today at Main Street Service in Garland, home of the Snow Shack. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, and Full Court Press alum, John Russell in here. John's part of the KVNU Aggie call Post game for USU basketball. Trying to make sense of what happened today. Utah State losing 49 to 47 at Air Force. Really, really poor shooting, especially from outside. Uh, the the guards for Utah State is. Uh, would you consider Adel Rock a guard? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the guards for Utah State uh, made four baskets. At how many? Um, I'm, well, do we include Bearstow? I guess we should include yeah, Bearstow. Yeah, absolutely. So they made seven baskets uh, out of, uh, I'll have to do some math. That's 19. You need to borrow some fingers. Uh, 23. So seven of 23. Okay, but take Bearstow out. And now you're yeah. four for <laughs> 16. Oh. Yeah. Hey, 1534 on Ryland Jones. I wouldn't say huge disappointment yet. He's been inconsistent at best. Zero assists today and fouls out. Not a good game for Ryland. Yeah, not 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 the Ryland Jones games that we come to know of. And then five six three four, uh, coach needs to light a fire under there. You know what, Coach Odom is too laid back. Shows no emotion during the games. I don't know about Dude, that. Know he was Crawford showing emotion. Had to go tackle him just from him getting a technical. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was absolutely showing emotion today. But aren't aren't good teams able to? You know, we say okay, Ryland had a bad game. Okay, he did. But don't good teams compensate when when guys are off, and and yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, and tonight you know there wasn't any compensation. My my big fear ultimately again comes down to the Aggies. You know that Bean's going to come out and and pretty much every night give you fifteen to twenty and ten boards. But where where we've fallen short is when people have not stepped up. And here here's I guess here's my biggest comment. When we play smart teams, we get outmanned. We get outplayed. And you look at the losses that we've had this year, um, Iowa very well-coached and well-taught uh, team. Yeah. Uh, St. Mary's, very smart basketball team. Air Force has to be smart because they athletically are not you know, up to the mix. When it comes to that other school down south, I you know I'll I'll just let that one go, <laughs> but but really what you've seen is teams that we can play our game. You know from a from a mental standpoint we play well, but when the other team is able to match that, we tend to struggle because we don't have the guys that can step up and be the difference makers. Uh, six five four three. Did any of you watch Boise Fresno last night? What did you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a defensive slugfest. That game was incredibly physical like, all night long, too. Um, give Boise credit, man. They found ways to score in the second half. 
and in about every single way possible. They had N one. They had a they had a deep three. I think with a shot clock winding down. Um, that was a good ball game. Well played by both teams. Boise State's going to be a menace uh, coming to the Spectrum January fourth. Only one player on Fresno State squad scored in double figures, and that was Robinson. He's a good. He's, he's a good, good player. player. He's a, he, he, yeah, he can do a lot of different things. Uh, Boise State had three guys in double figures. So spreading it around a little bit. But they've won, what, seven in a row now? I think seven or eight in a row now. So they're kind of getting into a groove. They're a team that, that, that's going to be tough. And they had a couple of really bad losses at the first. Right. Uh, that was their seventh in a row. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. But you know what? They're getting better. Yeah, they are. So there, there's the, right the question. Too. Are the Aggies getting better? We're really hammering on this, but I mean, are they getting better? And this was a bad game, or are people starting to figure out Aggie basketball? And and if we're getting, I mean, if they're getting better, and this was a bad game, I'm really worried about the rest of the season. Like, if we're getting better, that's boy, we suck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm serious. Like, I mean, honestly, if we're getting better. Well, I don't know what else to tell you, but that's that's not a great way to prove it. Well, the Aggies' losses right now are to what? So they're to St. Davis, St. Mary's, BYU, Iowa, and now Air Force. Correct. Am I missing Correct. anybody? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Of those losses, um, two are currently top 25. Iowa is BYU top 25. Well, Iowa's not top 25, are they? No, they're not. Okay. But certainly a quad one team. Oh, it's a quad one. And it's, it's a yes. neutral site game, quote-unquote. It was not it was a neutral a site game. That was 6,000 Western Iowa Hawkeye fans packed that place. Yeah. There was maybe five Aggie fans in the house. Iowa is receiving votes in the Associated Press poll. Okay. But three of the five are, are quad one losses, right? Yeah. Iowa, BYU, and St. Mary's. And Mary's. Yep. Um, Davis and Air Force bad losses. We've got good wins going for us. We beat Oklahoma. We beat Richmond. Um, that's who it. Was, that's all your good wins. But it's but look at years past. We haven't had any good wins. So. Yeah, we have. Like even in Craig Smith's first year, I thought I, I was optimistic. They had lost to a good, really good Houston team. They led Arizona State in the second half, and then ended up falling to them. They they were exhausted. I mean, that was Pac-12 basketball at its best right there. You lost to a good BYU team. Actually got throttled by a good BYU team. Um, I mean, they still had, like, some good But their losses. Those were all losses. Yeah. Who were the wins against? Do you have that media guide, Eric, over there? Um, I'll have to look at it. They had... While you look that up, Utah State so far this year, one and two in quad one games, two and one in quad two, 1-0 One and zero in quad three, and with today's loss, they'll be four and two in quad four. So that's two quad four losses, and that when that it hurts comes to building your resume. That's what hurts. Yes, and um, yeah, again, I can see them sitting back going, "Oh, well, you know, they lost to Davis first game, blah blah blah," but but they want to see trajectory. The people that are building the brackets, they want to see trajectory. They want to see that, you know what, yeah, they might have struggled. You you talk about Boise. Yeah, Boise lost, had a couple of bad losses early in the season, but they've gotten better and better. That's where this one doesn't help. Uh, UC Davis, by the way, uh, they're 5-3, and three, and they are 194 in the net. 
Air Force before today's game. They were 265, 7-4 and four overall record. Had, yeah. You see that two number popping up in the beginning. That's uh, it's never good. Never a positive never thing. All right, more from uh, from you if you want to weigh in on this game today, 435-339-0321. Uh, to chime in, Utah State losing today at Air Force, 49-47. to Hey, everyone, this is Tyson with Truck Ranch in Logan. By now, most of you have seen our new location being built in South Logan next to Walmart. We are excited to announce that construction is complete and we have moved in and are officially open for business. To celebrate, we are having a year-end clearance event. With over 100 trucks to choose from on our lot and over 500 trucks available on our website, we are certain to have the right truck for you. Come see us today at our new location, 25 West, 1200 South in Logan. Have a snack and a cup of hot chocolate and find out why we always have better service, better prices, better trucks. And be sure to visit us online at truckranch.com. On behalf of the management team at TTM Technologies, we want to thank our more than 500 employees here in Logan for your hard work and dedication. Because of you, TTM Technologies continues to grow at a phenomenal pace. We've never been more optimistic, and the job opportunities at TTM have never been better. If you're searching for a job or considering a career change, we invite you to talk to us. Or go to careers.ttmtech.com to review our open positions. Happy holidays from all of us here at TTM Technologies in Logan. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, We know that the Aggies lost, but you don't have to lose out on good things for your vehicle. If you're looking for uh, good parts, looking for help to replace parts, go to Napa Auto Parts. You can always find the best prices on the best parts. Uh, five different locations from Preston to Providence. And they've got a lot of deals still going on now through the end of the year. And um, they take good care of you because they're all locally owned. Those five locations from Preston to Providence. Uh, I don't know that we can really take a best part out of the game today. Utah State losing to Air Force. Um, sometimes you can look at a loss and take some glimmer of hope or silver lining. I don't know that there is one in this game, guys. Is it one you just wrap up, throw it in the garbage? And I mean, maybe Barstow off the bench, yeah. still showing that he can play and maybe deserves more time. Yeah, being being a, again another solid game, and it's it's just kind of another double double. We've just grown accustomed to him doing what he does, but um, I it, it's frustrating because again you've you've got a team that 
athletically is not as good as Utah State. They were missing two of their starters. Um, yeah. Bad deal. Bad we deal. Suck again. Bad deal. <laughs> wow. Uh, 2603. We'll get to your text on the other side. Stick around. More to talk about. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you like lists, this is your time of the year. Looking back at 2021, one thing you can say for sure, it was not predictable. Start out with chalk. Alabama won the national title. And then Tom Brady added another ring with the Buccaneers. But then chaos took over. Baylor's men's basketball team knocked off Gonzaga to win the college basketball title. The Bucs and Suns had surprise runs to the NBA Finals. And then Giannis took over, and Milwaukee won its first title since 1971. In Baseball. The Atlanta Braves won only 88 regular season games, but got hot at the right time and beat the Astros in the World Series. The Olympics didn't go as planned either. Favorite Simone Biles dropped out most of the events and overshadowed what was going on in Tokyo. The best moment might have been when two high jumpers tied and agreed to share the gold. That's why sports are so great. As Yogi Berra allegedly said, making predictions is tough, especially about the future. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You want to hear something? You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations apply. Puerto Rico is the new go-to destination for investment opportunities, and Impeller is the new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects seeking capital on the island. Impeller takes the guesswork out of investing in Puerto Rico, surfacing the insights you need to make informed decisions and empower your investment portfolio. Visit investpr.org Impeller, set up your account today, and see what the island has to offer. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic 530 Motor Oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 Engine Oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi-Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. It's ski season, Cash Valley. This is Mark at The Sportsman, where we mount bindings. If you need bindings mounted to your skis or snowboards, in most cases, we can do it in 48 hours or less. That's right, 48 hours or less. At The Sportsman, we can also tune, sharpen, wax, and repair your skis or board so they are ready for the season. Usually, we can get those done in 48 hours as well. For 73 years, we have been taking care of skis and boards only at The Sportsman on Main Street in downtown Logan with tons of parking in the back. The home for Skyview Sports. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. 
Cavs' Ricky Rubio is out for the rest of the season after tearing his ACL in his left knee for the second time in his career. Celtics' Marcus Smart dealing with a hand injury is not going to play tonight against the Clippers. That ball game tips off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has faith he can play this weekend with that thumb injury that does not require surgery. 100 players were activated off the COVID list today. 12 on the Saints, including quarterbacks Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Lions quarterback Jared Goff out of practice today with a knee strain. He is considered day-to-day. In college football, 19th-ranked Clemson and Iowa State involved in a field goal fest at the Cheez-It Bowl. Late second quarter, it's 6-3 Tigers. And DJ Uyunglele, their signal caller, 97 yards passing and 8 yards on the ground. No touchdowns in this one. I'm Brian Fenley. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Hustle's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks to uh, John Russell to know, for joining us. I last do the hour. exact same thing. Like every now and then, I have those moments too. Oh, I'm not. I mean, believe me, I'm guilty as charged. But just <laughs> get it out. Get it out there. Go on with yourself. Yep. Get uh, it done. Hey, Eric. Do we. Are we looking too much into this loss? I mean, what, was it three years ago? I think it was in Craig's first year. They went to Air Force and got smacked by 19. I mean, that game, they didn't show up, period, at all whatsoever. Defensively or offensively, lost 79-60. to 60. No, they got rolled. Yeah. Are we are we taking too much into this loss, saying, oh, my gosh, like, we're really this bad. I mean, we aren't going to get this together. I mean, and by the way, Craig Smith in that same week then got beat by UNLV by like 20. I mean, they got ran out of the Thomas and Mack Center as well in that same week. Where do we, how do we draw the line of losing to a bad Air Force team without two of their starters and saying, well, look, we're into conference play. It's, you know, it's new coaching staff, a few new players. It'll take time to settle in. Do you use that comparison? Do you use that excuse? Or is this. Is this as bad as it gets for the Aggies? Okay, so the that game that we're talking about, Utah State, um, that was in the middle of a three-game losing streak. Yeah. So they lost at UNLV seventy to fifty-three. This was in Craig Smith's second year. 
Oh, second year. That's right. Uh, they lost their home game to 13th-ranked San Diego State, 77-68. to 68. And then they went to Air Force and lost 79-60. to 60. They uh, came home, beat Nevada by 10, and then they went on the road and lost to Boise State in overtime. So they lost four of five games there. But then, after that, they only had two more losses to finish out the year. One of those was uh, San Diego State, to, wasn't to it? San Diego State again. That was on Kawhi Leonard night. Uh, but then uh, the Aggies played well in the tournament, beat number five San Diego State, fifty-nine to fifty-six, and uh, would have advanced to the NCAA tournament had it not been canceled. So, look, this is this was absolutely a frustrating loss. It exposed some issues with this team that we've discussed at various different times. It just got amplified today. And it, I guess that's what makes it frustrating is that if, if we can see it, you know, we're not as trained in understanding the basketball ways as Coach Odom is, then they've got to be seeing it, Can't, don't they? Like if, if we can see that this is an ongoing issue and continues to be a problem, Surely they can see it too. But what is it that we're not seeing? Why some of these changes aren't yeah. being made? <clears throat> 2603 chimed in before the uh, end of the hour, uh, last hour, said this loss is a big ouch. 5% from three is pathetic. At Utah State was one of 19 from beyond the arc. So there were coaching decisions that I question. But the players themselves, they had looks. Brock Miller and Stephen Ashworth combined 0 for 14. That is unheard of. Unheard of. So bad. One of those guys makes one or two more baskets and still have a bad shooting night, but at least make one or two. This and is a different game. And Miller started, too. Dude, are it, we, just, it was a really bad shooting night, very uncharacteristic for USU. But count, uh, one of the things that just keeps sticking in, in my skin is you had a guy off the bench who was making shots and creating shots, and then you sat him to close out the game, and he never saw the court again. I, I, I don't understand why the coaching staff still stuck with a guy who was ice cold all day in favor, in, in instead of using a guy that was making shots, I just I don't understand that. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I, I, I again, I better still played really good. I I thought Shilgay might even bring a, a different kind of a uh, a spice into the game, and uh, for whatever reason, we stuck with Miller the whole entire time. And God bless Coach Jordan for being patient. <laughs> I just don't know what else he's... I'm with you, Eric. You said it in the first hour, and i got to agree. I think there's things in the coach's eyes or even a practice that he's seeing in Miller that he likes that is allowing Miller to stay on the court, especially late in late-game situations. Because I don't even see him as a threat on the court. Like Even in like a late-game situation, if you're down by two and Miller's got a wide-open three, I'm almost saying I dare you to make that shot now. That's crazy. I'm daring a guard to make a wide-open pull-up practice three. 
Yeah, back away. Start start running for the uh, the rebound because you that, know what's coming. And that probably even gets in his head. Like if you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm just gonna go get to the rebound. Then that plays with you in your head as well. Go ahead and shoot it. I'm gonna go box somebody out. Get the board. This is so bad, man. So it was a weird loss. Uh, Utah State just never really got going offensively. Um, I mean, they they started to do some things with a little bit more urgency in, in the second half. I thought they had some good stops. I think defensively they did a good job. I mean, they held Air Air Force to f- below 50 points. They had, like, what was it, four shot clock violations? Yeah. And several others that were late in the shot clock yep. for shot attempts. So I think the Utah State defense was solid today. Just offensively, just they just offensively, couldn't, they couldn't get the ball I mean, the they're hoop. missing. I mean, look, Bean nails the curl, turnaround, pull-up jumper like 99.9% of the time. This one like rims out, then he has one that goes off the back rim that's too strong. I mean, it's just a weird, weird game for some of these guys. It just didn't make any sense. We had, I mean, Rylan, who's one of your more trusted ball handlers, puts a bounce pass one way, Bean goes another way, ends up being a turnover. Um, Horvath is 5 for 10 at the free throw line. Dude, he's he's got to start making free throws. Because I, I agree, I think someone tw- uh, texted it to us, Eric. People are going to start going with, like, hack Brandon. Just, like, if he's on the court, hack him. Make him go make two free throws. And if he makes them, good for him, but he ain't doing it twice in a row. I mean, he had ten boards, two assists, but a few too many times he just didn't go strong enough to the hoop, didn't couldn't finish around the rim, couldn't hit a free throw. Uh, you can point at a lot of different guys for performing below what we normally would expect uh, from them. But Brock Miller went 0 for 8. Stephen Ashworth 0 for 6. Ryland Jones was 1 for 3. I mean, just the guard play really struggled today. Yeah, it, not only did it struggle, but it just it was, well, I guess it's kind of the same word as struggling, but just uh, so unproductive. So unproductive. Uh, it was a confusing loss for a lot of reasons. With the, how the players played and how the coaches coached. Um. So let's let's hear from the coach, shall we? This is Coach Odom after the game today, uh, visiting with the press um, uh, about and trying to understand and explain today's loss at Air Force in the Mountain West opener for both teams. Yeah, obviously a, a disappointing you know overall performance for us um, you know as a group. Um, you know, defensively, you know, I thought we did some some solid things and made it difficult. You know, we we forced you know multiple um, shot clock violations. Um, theme of that game was I didn't have them ready offensively. You know, to you know compete against you know their defense, and we can't chalk it up to we didn't shoot it well. Um, you know, we didn't make shots, we didn't make free throws, whatever. Um, you know, the bottom line is we were tentative and we were not playing Utah State basketball on the offensive end. And, um, you know, we got to give, you know, Air Force credit for that. Questions? Yes, I'll hey, start. Coach, you, oh, go ahead, Sean. Coach, you, yeah, you mentioned that you mentioned the shot clock. It just seemed like it was times where you really, yeah, just locked in on them. And other times when they got a bucket, they had some open looks. It just seemed like there was every now and again a breakdown. And it seemed like when that happened, they just, and made you guys pay, and it just that's, that's kind of tough because you guys did play really good defense against them. 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there was definitely some breakdowns early in that second half. You know, we for about 28 minutes, you know, we did pretty well in, in terms of backdoors and, and uh, you know, taking those away. Um, but, you know, they are going to make you pay with, with shots from behind the arc. You know, when you go under a screen, which happened multiple times, um, some early in the game and then, you know, some in the second half, uh, obviously, with, with Taylor. Um, or not Taylor, but um, – uh, Walker, Walker. Um, you know, he made a big shot, you know, up at the top of the key, um, three, but when we guarded him effectively, you know, we, we only had spurts there, you know, where we, where we did break down. Um, and then offensively, it was kind of the opposite. You know, we had, you know, some minimal spurts where we were playing like ourselves and the ball was moving and we're getting the layup and attack at the paint. Um, but at the same time, you know, you know, we, uh, you know, we struggled, struggled finding the rim. Coach Odom, Al Lewis at KVNU. It was the shots at the rim in the first half that could have given you a big lead. Plus missed free throws again in close games ended up being a big deal in this game too. Yeah, it was for sure. You know, obviously Brandon wants to shoot it better. He, he, uh, he didn't tonight. Five for 10 is not, you know, up to his standard or ours either. Um, and that's disappointing, you know, for him. I know he feels it, um, but I don't want him to feel pressure. I don't want any of them to feel pressure. Um, they have to play this game uh, with a love and a passion and a freedom um, and not a, a tentativeness. And, and I think that's kind of how we played tonight, unfortunately. And when, when you're struggling scoring, your defense does have to keep you in it, and our defense did. Um, you know, but it is deflating, you know, when, when you miss some layups or, or uh, you know, open shots that you normally make, it can be discouraging. And to our guys' credit, they didn't stop playing defense. Uh, they, they continued on because, obviously, it was a tough, tough outing for us offensively. And, you know, we tried to limit how many threes we were shooting, but sometimes they were, they were too open. And, um, and we wanted to try to attack the basket. But – you know, the last play, obviously, we wanted to try to get it to Bean. Uh, they did a nice job in, in the first option of covering him up. And uh, second option would have been Brock. And then the third was kind of what, how it ended, um, you know, with, with uh, Steven and, and RJ playing a little bit of a give and go. Coach, can I also ask you just about the pace when you like to play quickly or like to do things, and then all of a sudden they take so much time and then it's your precious. Doesn't that make everybody real anxious sometimes offensively? It can. Yeah, it definitely can. And, you know, we talked to our guys about that before the game, and, and certainly they were understanding of that. You know, you're going to guard for 34. That's why it was important for us to not give up offensive rebounds. And, you know, when they take a turnover on a, on a uh, shot clock violation, it's not a live ball turnover where we're all of a sudden up the court and, and attacking them in transition. Um, they had multiple ones where now they have a set defense and we've got to play against it, you know, against five guys looking at us, you know, at that point. So if you're going to have a turnover, that's the type of turnover you want to have. Hey, Coach, John here at KVNU. A couple of quick questions. One, Al asked this to Justin. Would you rather be back on the court, uh, you know, with the, with the postponement of the – of the San Jose game, uh, would you rather be on the court? You're not going to be. So what are you going to do with this free time coming off this tough loss? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a ton of free time, obviously, because, you know, Saturday, Tuesday is a quick turnaround. Um, and so we're going to use it. We're going to watch this game and and see kind of why, you know, uh, I didn't have them ready, you know, from an offensive perspective for for this performance. And, you know, we'll get back to it. I would assume we'll, we'll see it a little bit more, you know, that type of defense, you know, as we as we head on. There's some really good defensive teams, you know, within our league. Um, one, we're getting ready to play you know, in, in a Boise state, I mean, they, they really guard you. And, and so, you know, I think ultimately for us, it's about focusing on us, right. And focusing less on who we're playing. It's about how we're playing, how are we going to play to our strengths um, a little bit better, you know, from an offensive perspective and with less pressure, you know, with more freedom and more joy. And, and I think that's what the next few days are going to be about. Because obviously it's a bitter, disappointing loss, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's it, these these things can happen. And, you know, we're not above it. We've got to make sure that we, we are, are keeping things in the proper perspective, you know, but at the same time, we got to go for it. And, you know, tonight we, we didn't necessarily go for it, you know, as as we all would have hoped for. One last question for Coach, if anybody has one. Coach, you kind of mentioned it, trying to get the ball to Bean there on that last play of the game, but really the last few possessions you weren't really able to get it to him. Um, would you have liked to to get the ball in his hands there in the last two, three minutes? Yeah, no question. I mean, the one the one turnover that we had, that was he was supposed to catch it right there at the elbow and then, then attack where he's so good. And he threw it back outside to Ryland. Ryland's man did a good job of kind of creating a little uncertainty there. Um, but yeah, we want to, we talked, we were talking about that constantly through the timeout is, you know, he deserves to have the ball, you know, at key times, let's try to play through him. And there were times where we got it in there and he got layups, you know, from Brock. And then there were times where they covered it up and did a nice job. So, you know, um, you know, something that we, we definitely have to look at. So there it is. That's uh, coach Ryan Odom explaining, uh, the loss today, Utah state open conference play. At Air Force and uh, gets the gets the loss. Hey, uh, Anything that coach said that really stands out to you? Yeah, a couple of things actually. Three eight six two kind of hits on it well, Eric, in our Gil Mortgage text line. He says, "I like how Coach Odom took the blame for not having his guys ready to go offensively, but at the same time, I think it is up to the players to get it done on the floor. I've coached basketball for ten years now at the high school level, and sometimes." Uh, you can do all the coaching that you want to or or need, and things still don't transpire how you want. Keep coaching through everything, but the players need to step up and get it done. And I would agree. Like, yeah, you can take blame as a coach and not having them ready. That that's on you. But Brock Miller going all of eight from three is not on you. That's Brock Miller not just not shooting the ball well. And Stephen Ashworth too. I mean, we're we're piling on Brock Miller, but Ashworth was yeah, over six was not too. good either. Yep. Uh, seven nine nine four. I'm okay if Coach Odom wants to use Coach Speak to take responsibility for the loss. Better than Coach Durier, who blamed the players many times. Uh, there was an issue there. Trust issue a lot. Uh, Erica, you know, a couple things that stood out to me. One of them was uh, the fact that um, when like not getting the ball to Bean was kind of an interesting answer of of like on that last few possessions and. You mentioned actually during the audio as we were off air, you know, Ashworth wasn't the first option, but how he did was Air the Force third option? Well, then I mean, how did Air Force know that was coming? Like, how did they read that so well 
Well, they're like, oh, yeah, well, it's going here. And I think Bean tried to pop out. A guy steps in front of him, blocks him off. Idle Rock can't get to the top. And so and then Ashworth has to come out like 30 feet wide. It's a quick give and go. It's just, it's just hard. Um, and then also, you know, the no break, right? I mean, now they uh, – I think John asked about it um, to coach. And he said, well, we don't have much of a break anyways. We play on Tuesday. So you would have played Saturday and then played Tuesday, San Jose State and then Boise State. Now you got – you know, a couple of days to recollect, go through some practice, go through some stuff, watch some film, scout Boise, and then you're good to go Tuesday night. I know somebody took issue with his comments earlier about we're playing with too much pressure and not free and having fun. I, I don't disagree with Coach on that. I mean, hearing him explain it, when, yeah, it when this team, different. yeah, yeah, when this team plays free when the ball's moving around and, and lots of guys are touching the ball and engaged and, and, and participating in the offense. It is fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And they are loose. And you can see how this team can really get up and down the court and uh, and make it fun to watch and, and win a lot of games. But today, the ball didn't move around as much. Uh, guys just didn't make shots. Um, but shots were there to be made today. They just didn't fall. But if you're if the shots aren't falling, if you're 0 for seven from beyond the arc, do you just keep shooting threes and hope that one of them eventually is going to go in, or do you try to find a way to get points in other ways? No, and that's that, like- that's a big frustration for me. Like, I get it, shooters are going to shoot, and if you're in a slump, you just the only way out of it is just to keep shooting. But another way to get out of it is to find other ways to see the ball go through the hoop, and some of that is. Finding a way to get fouled and get to the free throw line and watching the ball go through the hoop through just a free throw, attack the rim, do a mid-range jumper, do do something to, to still help the team. But continuing to stand outside, just chuck up one <laughs> brick after another, that doesn't help the team. Yeah. Well, and, and and Eric, the other thing is like it's a junior jazz thing, right? If you go 0-4 from your from arc for your first four shots, coach is going to grab you and say, "Hey, why don't you try to get to the rim, draw a foul, get to the free throw line, see the ball go through the hoop from the line, then kind of work your way back out to the arc, but start it start at the hoop, right, and then work your way out." And I mean, really, like when you when you go through like warm up drills as a team, is your very first drill to go out there and start shooting threes? No, it's like, <laughs> no, hey, layup line, let's go. And then you're and then you're taking jumpers, then you're taking threes. I mean, you work your way out. It, yeah, uh, if you're always seven from three, figure out some other way to score. Just quit shooting. All right, 435-339-0321. You've heard what the coach had to say. What do you have to say uh, about this loss today, 49-47, to to open up conference play for Utah State in the Ryan Odom era? Um, also, Jazz are playing tonight. Oh, on Eric, the road. I've been meaning to Portland. do this. So I did I did a poll of the Mount Well of Utah State football, 12 versus 21. Oh, yes. Dude, you got to hear the results on this, I man. have forgotten about that. You got to hear the results on this. Yes, we do need to do that. Um, and we do have some high school basketball tonight as well. We'll update you on who's playing where and how you can follow along. That's all coming up next here on the Full Court Press.
The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Don't wait! Plan your New Year's Eve celebration now! Get your night rolling at the Riverwoods Conference Center's New Year's Eve buffet catered by Elements Restaurant. The night kicks off at 5 p.m. for you early birds. Reservations are being accepted from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy a huge spread full of appetizers, salads, New York cuts, seafood, shrimp cocktail, and decadent dessert sure to crave any sweet tooth. Start your New Year's off in style with family, friends, delicious food, and live music at the Riverwoods Conference Center's New Year's Eve buffet. Call ahead for reservations, 750-5171, 750-5171. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the Best of Northern Utah's Fireplace category help you update your home with Napoleon's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Napoleon has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. It's that look in her eye when you get the first sign. We make it personal, you know when it's real. Something for everyone, you know how you feel. Jarrett's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarrett's. This holiday season, all of us at the Cash Valley Media Group, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting the local businesses that support our community. When you shop local, you're supporting someone's dream, supporting our local economy, supporting your friends, family, and neighbors. Thank you for being kind, being generous, and for doing your part to strengthen our community. From all of us at the Cash Valley Media Group, we wish you a happy holiday season and a prosperous new year. During Happy Honda Days, discover the joys of the season with unforgettable trips in an Accord, Pilot, or HRV. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2022 Pilot or HRV. Find your perfect Honda this season. Visit your local Honda dealer today or shop online. This is my kind of holiday. Visit your Utah Honda dealers for great deals during Happy Honda Days or utahondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line, very active today after Utah State. Loses to Air Force, 49-47. to Brock Miller had a double-double. Excuse me, Brock Miller did not have a double-double. I was about what? Justin Bean had a double-double. 18 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Brandon Horvath was close. He had 9 points and 10 rebounds. Um, RJ Adelrock was the one Aggie to actually make a three-pointer. Uh, he had 8 points, 2 boards, 1 assist, 
and then there was some help off the bench from Sean Barstow in 17 minutes of play. He was 3-for-7 overall with 6 points, a rebound and an assist. Um, Utah State out-rebounded Air Force 38-33. to Only had 7 turnovers, but 1 of 19 from 3-point land. Um, getting to the uh, texts here on our Guild Mortgage text line, 9948. Uh, this isn't junior jazz though. Miller needed to be sitting next to coach. I'm not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> like, look, if if you're not helping the team, why is he there? And I've said this many times. I'll continue to say it until one of the coaches hear it. If Brock Miller doesn't score a bucket early in the game, he doesn't give you anything for the rest of the game. Yeah, it's yep. pretty well documented. I would agree. Five eight seven nine. Did it seem like we were just playing sound uh, with Air Force, like oh. we weren't taking them seriously? Playing around with them? Playing around with Air Force? It uh, seems like we were as aggressive as the game against UC Davis. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Pretty conservative. Pretty – I just – and I, I, I think I briefly mentioned it before, but the whole, like, going to the rim, getting contact, not getting the call, and turning around looking at the ref and raising our hands for three seconds needs to stop. Like, if you didn't get the call, get your butt back down on the court and go play defense on the other end and try to get the ball back. Keep playing until you get a whistle. Quit letting the refs get If there's get not a whistle, head. just keep playing. Yep, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. A, one of the biggest pet so peeves So frustrating, man. Yeah, Absolutely me. frustrating. I, I thought the Yagis were aggressive defensively. Um, I thought they did a nice job of pushing Air Force into late, late shot clock shots. Some of them were rushed. Some of them were violations. I thought they did a nice job defensively, but offensively, yeah, just shots just weren't falling, and they didn't find different ways to try to get points. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I, ball movement was an issue today too. Just not – like there are games where we're too unselfish, but I thought this game we were just flat out like blah on the offensive side of the ball. No ball movement, no like looking for that extra, you know, good shot looks for a better shot, looks for the best shot. Um, and it just, I mean, Air Force read their offense perfectly like a book. And, and, and you could tell how much that really did hurt us today, Eric. So that's a pain. Yeah. That's bad way to open up conference. It, play. it is. And again, now you got to turn around, rebound, and mentally be good to go for Boise. Boise's going to be a problem. Be ready to go. That, that would be my first thing. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in, Ajay, you put together an interesting poll on uh, the Twitter the other day. We were talking about which season was better for Utah State football: the 2012 season, in which they won 11 games, only lost two. They were conference champions. Uh, they won their bowl game. Uh, they were ranked in the top 25. This year, they're 11 and three. Won their bowl game. Won the conference will be in the top 25 when the final rankings come out. Um, but which team was better? In, in USU's press release in which they announced the contract extension for Blake Anderson, USU PR said this was the best year. A.K.A. Doug Hoffman. <laughs> football, yeah. This was the best year in Utah State football history. But I think there's some good debate to be had. I don't know that it's clear cut and dry. We need to have some conversations, and we need our listeners to help us out. Again, text in at 435-339-0321, or you can call in at 435-752-1069. Okay, Eric, here we go. 
quarterback. So you went position by, by position, position. Yeah. Compared to the 2012 team to this year's team. At quarterback, with a total of 341 votes, Chucky Keaton won over Logan Bonner, 82% to 18. Wow. wow. Would you take Keaton or Bonner? See, I think I've, uh, I'd take Bonner. take Bonner. I'd take Bonner. Just pushes the ball down yeah. the field better. Okay, at running back for his total of 335 votes, Curran Williams over Calvin Tyler Jr., 81 to 19. Okay. I can understand that. Yep. Wide receiver, Matt Austin and uh, Travis Van Leeuwen, or Devin Tompkins and Derek Wright, 337 votes, 97 to 3 for Devin and uh, Derek. Duh. Yes. Yep. Uh, this one was good. This one was a really tight vote throughout the whole entire way. Tight ends, 319 votes. Carson Terrell over Kellen Bartlett, 55-45. Mm. Offensive line. This one was kind of interesting because obviously the offensive line struggled a little bit this year. Uh, but the 2012 offensive line uh, won 70-30 on a total of 322 votes. Defensive ends. This is interesting. Nick Henniger and Byron Vaughns at 329 votes beat B.J. Larson and Al Lapawahu 84-16. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the defensive end part. Um, we got a caller on, I believe, Eric? Uh, we do. We do. So we'll push pause on that yeah. for just a minute. But if you want to weigh in, and uh, we'd love to get your votes on that, 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. But we're going to go to the phone lines. Craig joins us. You're on the full court press. What's on your mind, Craig? Hi, Craig. Hey, and just calling about the basketball team. Um, and I, if you think this year we're going to struggle, what's going to happen next year when we lose Bean? Hmm. Um, and who on the team do you believe can be a scorer? Who other um, – I mean, name me three guys that you think you can rely on next year to score 10-plus points. That's a good question. Uh, I'd say Stephen Ashworth. i say Sean Bearstow. He, he – Stephen Ashworth hasn't scored double-digit points. How many points has he scored on average this year? Uh, I don't have the number sitting next to me. I will have for you in one second. Uh, I I think another guy, if he'd get more minutes, I think Sean Barristow could be that guy as well. Uh, Stephen Ashworth. And I'll give you Sean Barristow. Stephen Ashworth is averaging. hasn't shot well enough in the last two years, in my estimation, to be a double-digit scorer. So just FYI, Sean Bear, or excuse me, Stephen Ashworth right now is averaging eight point one points per game. So he's close. And as a sophomore. And did you say? And I just want to make sure I heard you right, Craig. I'm sorry. Did you say that Sean hasn't shot well enough? No, no. I think he. I think he does have the possibility. Yeah, I think health is the biggest question, right? He broke his wrist in that West Conference tournament. Had a delay getting back last year. Uh, and then, like, for some reason, really got the rug kind of pulled underneath from him by Craig Smith. I mean, it was a very short leash for him last year. And now he's getting a little bit of that longer leash. And you're seeing when he's healthy, he's really, really good. And I think we're just kind of waiting for him to get more minutes, more reps. I honestly thought he was going to get more minutes down the stretch, and that, that wasn't the case. Uh, Barristow, and, you know, uh, another guy I know we've talked kind of. Uh, by the way, right now he's ahead. averaging 7.4. Yeah. Barristow is. With the minimum minutes he's had. Right. And then uh, another guy, I know we've talked a little, uh, you know, ad nauseum about him. Rylan Jones is a great playmaker, and he can be a great shot creator, but he's just not aggressive enough to me, Craig. And I don't disagree with you. I'm just, if this coaching staff doesn't go out and recruit three or four studs, we're not going to win 10 games next year. Hmm. 
because who you, who do you have? Hmm. Uh, well, I think you've got you, you've some got good a guy role players. That's maybe six feet tall. You got another guy that's maybe five eleven, and then you're counting on another guy that's six eight, six seven, six eight. Yeah, and you got Shimania. And, and and who do you have underneath? Nobody. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Shimon a little bit more just to see what he can do. I, I think like his minutes have been pretty limited as well. Um, there's a couple of guys that I think could really be a product, um, a good product for, for Coach Odom this year. And I, I think those two guys, I mean, really, Shulga aside, Berstow and, 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 and Shimon, I think could really help in a lot of ways. I think Shimon's great, good footwork defensively. I think he's got some good athleticism offensively in the post. I think he just needs more touches and more minutes, but it, uh, if that happens this year, we'll see. If not, he's going to go into next season, and you're absolutely right, Craig. We could go into next season in a lot of trouble on the offensive side of the ball, no doubt. Thank you. Hey, All thanks, right, yeah, Craig. Thanks, Appreciate Craig. your phone call. 435-752. That's how it's done, folks. 1069 if you want to call in. Yep, love to hear from you. That's a, that's a great call from Craig. Appreciate him calling into us. Um, uh, uh, Ashworth averaging eight points a game, Jones averaging eight points a game, Barristow averaging 7.4. Ajay, it's not any stretch in my mind that those guys can continue to evolve and be more impact or play larger roles next year and be right there in that double-digit scoring. That's not hard for me to make that jump at all for any of those three guys. So to say that They'd only be a 10-win team next year. I don't know that I'd buy that. Yeah, that's, But I that's think a that they harsh. do need to get something in the low post that has to be a priority, either in the transfer uh, portal or I don't know if they need to go get a JC guy. But uh, something in the low post next year is absolutely going to be necessary. And the portal could be crazy again this year. So maybe you get aggressive in the portal once again, so you can see if you can find a big guy who can play physical basketball and see if you can find a legitimate score up and down the court. Possession after possession, like Sam Merrill was that guy, Mish Keda was that guy, and now I mean you're really having to rely on Justin Bean, and that's not really fair for him because then when you pin down on Justin Bean from every angle, you're making everyone else try to beat you, and that's just nobody can make a shot. Right, a, a shooter that can give you ten to fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Brock's not doing that consistently. Doesn't it amaze you? Like everybody knew what Sam was going to be in nineteen twenty. And they still couldn't stop him. Isn't that just awesome? Like how good he was. I I mean every game plan defensively. I think can't remember who said was it Coach Leon Rice. Uh, and he's about as bitter as they come in regards to Mount West Conference basketball. But he even talked about how like you can game plan for Sam all you want, and he's still gonna find different ways to beat you. And that's and that's frustrating. And Sam was so good at that, man. It's. Boy, we need him back. <laughs> uh, curious just to look at Brock Miller, just his scoring averages yep. over the years at Utah State. His freshman season, 6.8. Then he went to 8.1, moved, improved that to 8.4. Last year was at 8.8, and this year he's at 9.6. Interesting. It's been a slow improvement every year, but yeah. Would have expected a little bit more growth. Oh, geez. That yeah, much time well, in the system. And man. What he can yeah, do. With you. Yeah. All right. We do need to take another time out here in the full court press. Love to hear from you if you want to call in 435 752 1069. When you get back to my poll, Eric, 
or you can text in. We all and, love uh, polls. Love to get your yeah your thoughts and reactions to this poll that Ajay put out there. Which was the better team, the 2012 football team or the 2021? <sighs> and position by position, who would you take? 435-339-0321 here in the Full Court Press. You've heard a lot of chatter lately about job openings. Job seekers like you have a lot to choose from. Who has the best pay, benefits, and work environment? Here's your answer. Homestead Cabinet. If you want to work for a company with outstanding pay, monthly profit share, great benefits, four-day weekends, an awesome work environment, and you get a whole week off every two months, Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.com. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and Ascent Aesthetics. Doctors Benyon Blotter, Robinette, and the entire staff of each office appreciate your support and patience during a very challenging year. Watch for new offices to be open very soon where you can count on the best care possible for your entire family. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat. Google Cash Valley ENT for more information. It's the Full Court Press with... Eric Franson, I will hurt somebody's feelings. The New Year's Six Bowl games and this college football playoff, and it almost seems like it's versus the G5 world. We don't want little brother disrupting what we have. This isn't over yet. There's going to be more G5 teams scratching and clawing at the door to get in because they're going to get better, and they're going to earn that right and that opportunity to get in there, and then they're going to go beat one of those teams. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We're talking with Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Jay, when did Daryl's open? 1970. That's over 50 years of experience serving local people. Can you compete with the box stores? Absolutely. Our electronic price tags are automatically updated throughout the day, which ensure our prices are the lowest available. Also, we have something they don't, scratch and dent appliances. Why else should we buy from Daryl's? Service comes first here. We have our service department that backs your appliance purchase. Daryl's Appliance, a one-stop appliance shop. Daryl's, Westone Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 on Saturdays. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press uh, recapping the Utah State 49-47 loss in uh, Mountain West Conference uh, opener for both teams. USU now nine and five on the year. Air Force improves to eight and four. And also, uh, we discussed this a lot last week. And uh, Ajay put out a poll on Twitter because there's been some debate: which was the better year for Utah State football, 2012 or 2021? Both teams won 11 games. Both teams won conference championships. Um, well, one was crowned a conference champion based on the season. There was not a conference title game then in the WAC. And uh, both won their uh, their bowl games. And uh, 
by the end of the year, when it's all said and done, both teams will be in the top 25. Yes. So you went position by position. Who would you rather have? Eric, let's go back to the offensive uh, line competition. In a total of 322 votes, 70 to 30 for the 2012 offensive line. Not surprised. Okay, not yes. surprised at all. Makes sense. Uh, defensive end. I'm, I'm not so surprised by the winner by as much as I am the route. 329 votes. Nick Henniger and Byron Vaughn, 84 to 16 over B.J. Larson and Al Abuahu. Kind of a shocker. Yeah, I'm surprised. Just a little margin. blowout, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the linebackers, take Dowdy, Zach Vigil, Boje. It just this wasn't even close. Justin Rice, Kevin Metzheimer, and AJ Von Pachong, 74-26, and a total of 327 votes. Uh, for who? Uh, for Jake Dowdy. Oh, for for who? Vigil and Dowdy and okay. Boje. I mean, be clear. Thanks. Yeah. If you voted for Justin Rice, I want to know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I mean, he's a good linebacker, but that yeah, but we're core, talking about Dowdy, that group man. was really Dude, good. they were mean. They were so mean. Uh, at safety, total of 328 votes. Shaq Bond, 82-18 to 18 over McKay Brady. Yeah, okay. You wonder, I mean, you probably understand that better than I do. I, McKay Brady was good, but I just feel like Shaq Bond was probably a little bit more of a playmaker. Uh, both kickers were not great, and they they sucked in different areas. But Josh Thompson over Connor Coles, fifty four forty six, in uh, in the kickers, and then the punter Stephen Cotsonley, sixty five thirty five. By the way, the vote countdown went down a lot with the kickers and the safety. I don't know why, but everyone's like, ah, who cares? Just push one. <laughs> uh, offensive coordinator, <laughs> three hundred twenty eight votes. Anthony Tucker. 69 to 31 over Matt Wells. Wow. Uh, that surprises me. Defensive coordinator Dave Aranda over Ephraim Bonda, 65 to 35, 348 votes. That one doesn't surprise me. And 355 votes for the head coach, Blake Anderson, 91 to 9. See, people are jaded by Gary 2.0. That's so unfair to do, though. Because <laughs> that that 2012 team was a better offensive team and a better defensive team. Yeah, and they were number 16 <laughs> in the country when it was all said and done. Yeah, they their their two losses were by a combined five points. From what I had heard, quite a few football players got in on this poll. I don't know if they heard from coaches or what, but I heard there were quite a few, including one coach who might be on the coaching staff currently, who might have played on the football team back then, and might have been texting some guys. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Good stuff. Um, eight zero zero three. Oh, uh, Eric, what's the starting canning conditions? Do we know? Are we good? Uh, good question. I'll try to find that out. Uh, and then the 2021 team, he says, had more notable wins. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Washington State, Air Force was a come from behind. Obviously, San Diego State, Oregon State. Yeah, absolutely. You can make the argument that the season this year, they faced better competition. Um, I mean, that 12-team, their non-conference was all Mountain West teams, except for the Wisconsin game. I mean, they, they played basically a Mountain West schedule uh, before they got into conference play. But um, they had some real softies in there. This year's team, yeah, they still had UNLV in New Mexico who were not good teams, didn't have good years. 
But I think by and large, the schedule this year was was more challenging. And I think the wins that they had this year are more notable. But top to bottom and what the team accomplished in 2012, I have to give the edge to the 2012 season. Just that that offense and defense, especially the defense, was so, oh, so good. stout. Yeah, they were mean, dude. Yeah, they were mean. Uh you imagine? Because, I, look, no offense to the receiving core in 12, but if you give Chucky Keaton, Derek Wright, Brandon Bowling, and Devin Tompkins, <laughs> imagine what he does. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a great point. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, it would have been nuts. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good conversation, fun to have. Utah State football now gets ready for Alabama in, in August of 2022. Thoughts and prayers with the Aggies on that one. Uh, by the way, 8003, I'm looking at some traffic cams uh, through Sardine Canyon. And it uh, looks like it doesn't look too bad. It's like there's some snow in some parts, but they're trying to stay up on, on top of it. But they're, you expect to see some snow in the canyon. But I see vehicles traveling in there. They're not. Being held back, so just take it slow. Four wheel drive, and you should be fine. Drive safe. Yes, be safe. Be safe out there. Be smart. Drive safely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's today? Wednesday or Thursday? Today is Wednesday. So pick six tomorrow. I still owe you a gift. Uh, no, you don't. You're fine. We both were really bad last week. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I should reward us for going. I mean, I'd say the same thing to you. Like that's true. Uh, hey, reminder, we've got Green Canyon basketball tonight. Ah, Skyview had an early game yesterday. Great. Good win and, for them. Uh, picked up a nice win yeah. against Fremont. Yeah. Uh, a higher classification, so that's a good win for the Bobcats. Tonight it's Green Canyon on the road trying to do something similar. They are at Bountiful tonight. Craig Hislop and uh, Coach Baldwin will be on the call. That'll be on 100.9 Light FM, pregame around 645, tip-off at 7. And, uh, so, and then also... Bear River plays tomorrow. They are on the road. They're at Ogden. That'll be a 104.9, the ranch. Also tomorrow night, it's Mountain Crest at Preston. That Preston team is still really good. Yeah, in fact, I actually talked to Chandler Smith today. I saw him at the high school when we were chatting. got a chance to watch his practice a little bit. You know, what's interesting, Eric, this Mountain Crest team, I mean, their record doesn't show up, but they've been in a lot of games, and they just can't finish offensively. They were up by 16 over Pineview, lost that game. They were, uh, they were uh, hanging in there with Cedar Valley, and then they got shut out in the fourth quarter. They were in it with Box Elder, lost late in that game. They've, they're competing, yes, right? Yes, I think that's We are key. seeing a culture change with them. So to the parents of that team, be patient. It's going to come around. Yes, I totally agree. That's a great assessment. They're competing. They're, they're scrappy. They're, they're trying to make it happen. It will, yeah, it will come through. Absolutely it will. It will come through eventually. Yeah. All right, another quick timeout here on the Full Court Press before some final thoughts. Jazz on the road tonight. Can they get another one without Donovan Mitchell? We'll discuss coming up. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoline and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. For more than a century, S. Needham Jewelers has been repairing jewelry and watches in Cache Valley. We do all our work on premises, and you may even talk directly with our expert technicians. We also have today's state-of-the-art equipment, including a laser welder that will repair jewelry with precision. We guarantee our work and offer competitive prices. So whether repairing your precious wedding ring, sizing a ring, or simply changing a watch battery, come to Utah's oldest jewelry store with today's newest technology and repair. S. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. What are you doing for your home medical supply needs? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. We sell the highest quality products in the industry, and your shopping experience with us will be unmatched. Get out and enjoy freedom with one of our many different power chairs. We'll make sure you have the best experience possible and that you can bring wellness home. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Utah Jazz on the road tonight, taking on the Portland Trailblazers. We'll have pregame coverage here on The Fan, part of the Utah Jazz Radio Network at 7.50. Game tips off at 8 Jazz got it done at San Antonio without uh, Donovan Mitchell. And San Antonio had been on a tear. They did it mostly because of their defense. And uh, Jordan Clarkson performed well off the bench. Can they do it again at uh, at Portland, a team that's kind of struggling um, this season? And uh, I don't know. It, it, they have to make some big changes, I think, if they want to try to be competitive because it's just not working out. Uh, they're 13-20 and 20 on the year right now. Seven games below 500. Eric, do you know? Do you want to know what's more stressful than playing with a crappy basketball team and being a star player of that team? How about your car? Make sure you go to Vaveline Instant Oil Change across from Angie's. They'll try and get you out. Well, they will get you in uh, and out very quickly. Uh, they're located at 695 North Main in Logan. They're quick, clean, easy, and that's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. Stop in today again at 695 North Main in Logan to get uh, your car taken care of as this weather hits home. Uh, Eric, this Portland team's bad. Uh, and, 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 and I feel bad for Damian Lillard. I feel bad for CJ McCollum. It's a bad situation to be in. It's their fault for being in it, to be very honest with you. Um, but by the way, I was watching highlights of that, like, Jazz Spurs game. It's just weird seeing Utah Jazz dominate San Antonio at San Antonio. (laughs) Because you know this, Eric. You've been a Jazz fan your whole life. We're so used to the Jazz just getting their butts kicked by San Antonio by 20 to 25 points. Their starters being out by the middle of the third quarter, laughing, joking around, and Craig Popovich just kicking our trash left and right. It's just weird. I'm not used to it still. Well, San Antonio was on a tear before that game. Yeah. Uh, here's just a sample of some of their games going into the Jazz, uh, the, the matchup with the Jazz. They'd beaten the Clippers 116-92. to they beat the Lakers 138 to 110. They beat Detroit 144 to 109. And then the Jazz hold them to only 104. As uh, the Jazz beat them 110 to 104. Now, this they had some guys out, but so did the Jazz. 
So I, I like Utah's chances tonight. This is one that um, they can't let get away from them um, it, because Portland's still kind of a desperate team. But Jazz should take care of business tonight. Have to take care of business tonight to stay kind of in the hunt for where they're at and just continue to improve. To have uh, a Jordan Clarkson again, could he win six men of the year again? He could. He's on a tear, man. He could. He's killing it again. It's not unheard of. No. For a guy to win it multiple <laughs> years in a row. Yeah, he's 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 on another level right now. It's some really unfortunate to do news today. Former Jazz player Ricky Rubio uh, hurt oh. went down hurt yesterday, and uh, they did some tests today, and looks like he's got an ACL tear on a knee that uh, previously had a similar tear back in 2012, 2013, yeah. and so he's done for the year. And really, Cleveland has been a huge. Uh, bright spot in the NBA this year, and it's by and large because of Ricky Rubio. Well, there's two guys now that both have torn ACLs for the Cavaliers and are out for the year. I just can't catch a break. I feel bad for him. Hey, another uh, bit of sad news. John Madden passed away yesterday morning unexpectedly. Yes. Um, boy, he we Legend. lived, grew up with him, right? You and I both grew up with him. Legendary. As an announcer and one of the best. Absolutely. Uh, I think that Fox may be doing some specials coming up this week. Correct. Looking back on his life. I'm excited so. to see those. Hey, have a great night, everybody. We've got Utah Jazz basketball coming up in about uh, two hours from now. So stick around. You're on the fan.